Hello and welcome to episode number 41 of WP Cafe with me, Keith Devon. And with me, Mark Wilkinson. Sorry that we are a little bit late, everyone. Uh, some technical okay. issues, but we have overcome them, I think. Well, not quite overcome them. I haven't overcome them. I was looking looking for my AirPods because I don't have a mic or anything. So, again, slightly I, suspect audio today. But um, should be, hopefully, hopefully you can hear me okay and we'll get back to good studio quality audio soon. I'm not sure we've ever been studio quality, but <laughs> hopefully you can hear us clear, loud and clear. Um, yeah. Hello to everyone listening in. Uh, do say hello in the chat. Hi, Michael. Hi, Tony. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and we've got a busy episode this week. Um, got kind of a lot to chat about and stuff. So, um, but as we yeah. always do, sort of like, what's been taking up your week, Keith? Um, oh my goodness, what's been taking up my week? <laughs> it's just one of those bitty weeks. I've said it many times before. I am longing for a big chunky project to get stuck into. Um, just yeah, just lot, lots of little little things going on. So we've got our other podcast that we launched um recruitment yep. website show so there's been some stuff around that and general marketing around the recruitment side of our business um yeah it's been like that isn't it yeah Bitty, lots of this and that a couple of projects to kind of push forward did a big design review um project recently for a client so you know the initial site had been launched and then uh there was a big review of how it all actually worked once the content was in and there, it had been a few months that was quite interesting. And then so like there was about, I don't know, 70 different items off the back of that review. Um, yep. So working through all that. But the thing is, I finished that work in like early December and then I haven't had a chance to actually go through that phase two work with the clients until now. So I'd forgotten about how half of it worked. <laughs> so it was like I had to demo that yesterday. But yeah, no, that was all right. It worked. That's all right. All right. Yeah. Same area. I've had a bitty week. It's like when you've got lots of little projects going on. I did some uh, updates to the Better Core Video Embeds plugin that you may or may not have seen. Um, so someone pointed out that captions weren't working properly. So mm. like it pulls the caption from the video and then puts it on the page. And then, and then if you put a link, I didn't realize, but you can put like all sorts of markup in a caption for an embed. They can have yeah. like links and bold and embed, and even even inline images can go in them, which is just ridiculous. Um, so I had to make sure that all those actually worked. Um, it started off where about a link, you can't actually click a link because the caption that was it was behind the click event of like the whole thing. So I had to like move it all about and fiddle around with it. Anyway, I've got that working. So if you are using that, you'll um, notice an update available in your WP admin. So do update it because it makes it much. I like, much and I know it's like a bit self promoting but like we're not making any money off it, so I don't feel bad self. It's a really good plugin, <laughs> like. It works really well, and we're like using it on all our stuff these days, and yeah, yeah. like our client sites and stuff. It's it's free. It's in the the repo. So yeah, yep. de definitely definitely check it out if you use videos on your website, which I guess most yeah, people look at it. Yeah, yeah, so that was the start of my week, getting all that sorted out, and then uh, yeah, doing some block stuff and uh, doing some of this stuff that we're going to talk about in this episode, which is the main sort of crux of it, isn't it? So yeah, I guess we should we... get straight into it. We talked, didn't we, like in, in, on last week's show, um, I talked about having to kind of migrate a site from an FSC site that we're working on from local to staging and like what was the best approach for that? And it was actually a bit more complicated than I kind of thought. And like, what should we putting, 
be kind of adding to the theme? How do we keep things kind of reusable? There were so many questions that came up and we didn't really know how to approach. But one of, one of the things that's come up time and time again for us is how we can create reusable patterns, I guess you would call them, but that can be um, updated from a central place. So yeah. it's, I'm not talking about like a reusable block where it's exactly the same throughout the whole website. And the example that we had was that we want to use a query block to display like recent jobs in a, in a grid. So it's like three, three or four recent jobs. Um, and we want that to look consistent across the site, but the query is different on different pages. So we've got landing pages for different job roles or locations. And you'd want that query to be specific to that location or that job role or that taxonomy term or whatever, but you would want the layout to be exactly the same. And you would want to be able to make changes to that layout in time because you might want to add a, yeah. a posted date or a author or whatever. You just might want to like change that in the future. And so we're trying to get our head around it, but you've made some really interesting progress yeah, they, on this and you've hit a couple of roadblocks but you've also kind of like found a path through i think it'd be interesting for you just to talk through yeah sure the original tweet i sent out was like it was on monday actually which got a lot of engagement and people uh jumping in with some suggestions and solutions which was great people jumping in saying that we shouldn't be doing it that way and that was it was actually really good conversation just to listen to everyone's thoughts and opinions and it got me thinking actually like some of the stuff we do Actually, are we doing it the right way? And should we be doing it a different way? But I sort of said, uh, still a massive problem with blocks is that multiple pages have the same block structure, uh, perhaps from a pattern, and the client wants to update that structure. And because it's on multiple pages, you can't update the pattern, and it updates those pages ev everywhere. You kind of you up everything separate at that point. Each page has just got its own content, and therefore you can't make a, a global site-wide change to something which is what yeah. we used to be able to do. And the example that I used in the tweet, which is kind of what Keith said, was that you might have at the bottom of your posts, like here's three other posts or related articles. And that would be a query of some sort that the client has said, look, I actually want to show these three articles that I've selected, or I might want to say, here, show me the latest three from this category. So something like that. So the block isn't the same on every post, although it's outputting the content in the same way. And that's that's the sort of challenge that we came up with here. So there's a, there's a number of ways I looked into doing this. The first, which many people suggested in the comments on that tweet, was to use a variant. Is it called a variant? A, a block variation. variation, sorry. Yeah. So a block variation is... Um, for example, the, the query block has them. The best example that you probably know is the columns block. So you add a columns block and immediately you're presented with a, an options of like two by two, three, three by three, or whatever the columns with this. That's the variations of that thing. So I tried to do that, um, but I just couldn't, I couldn't get it working properly. Um, and there were some issues with it. But the solution that I've come up with, which works quite well, is actually to use a template part in, um, in the block editor. Now, the problem is you can create a template part in the site editor, but there is no block for a template part in the block editor when you're actually editing content on a page. You can't include a template part on in the block editor. So what I did was I created a template part, which was for the inside of my query loop. So what happens is when you add a query block to a page, 
inside the query block, nested inside it, you actually have the blocks that you want to use to output each post or each query element, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so usually you'd have like post title, maybe featured image, maybe post excerpts, and then I could read more, which would take you to that, that post. So what I originally did was I took those, I, I then thought, I wonder if I can turn those into a reusable block because I could then, because that bit stays the same. And then yeah. if it's a reusable block, and it's on all the pages. If I make a change to the reusable block, it will update throughout wherever that reusable block is used. Yeah. Um, the problem is I couldn't do that because there was no option to turn it into a reusable block. However, you can group them all together in a group, and then you can turn the group into a reusable block. So that I did that, and it worked. The problem is, is that it's very hard for the client to actually uh, set that up in their editor. So if they, if I've got a reusable block for them, which is kind of like my post output part. When they actually go to put that on a page, they go in and they say, I want the query block in. And then mm. they get presented with this ridiculous screen that says something like choose, I think it says choose or start blank. Yeah. I don't really know what choose, I think choose, I don't know what it does. It comes it's up with the, the templates. You get to, you get to choose certain, certain templates. It's like bizarre anyway. So yeah, it is weird. But if you and but if then you press you click start blank, yeah. and then it gives you some options to say, do yeah. you want a title and an excerpt and so forth? Um, yeah. So that was just really confusing. So I basically want them to to do nothing there, and then I want them to use my reusable block. So anyway, what you can do is you just you can choose start blank. Just click one of them, and it'll drop some blocks on the page. You can then insert the reusable block, delete the ones you don't want. It's just a pain. It didn't really work very well. The client's not going to understand how to do that. So the solution that I've come up with, and, and if, it's, if this is terrible, people please tell me if this is a terrible idea because this is the time <laughs> before we roll this out, was to create a template part in the site editor. Uh, so you go into site editor, new template part, and then set up the, the loop part again. So the, the blocks you want to output the results of your query. So in the example I used on the Twitter, it would be like featured image, post title, post date, um, and then a read more button somewhere to click on so you can actually visit the post. So you'd set that up, add any classes you want for styling purposes, et cetera, so that you know you can make, make the styling. Um, and so that's all set up and ready. And then save that as a template part. Then what I did was I actually grabbed that and dropped it into the theme. So it was, in, it was a file in the theme uh, as, a, as, a, as a part uh, in the theme. Um, do you need to do and that then I created, uh, No, you don't. Um, but we want that for like version control because then you've got version control yes, on it. We, yeah. You can make a change to the file, and the file will then push things across to the site if you changed it. I then made yeah. a, um, a pattern. The pattern had the query uh, loop block. Is it called a loop block? Query loop? Or is it just called query? I can't remember. Yeah, anyway, so query block. And then instead of actually outputting like title, featured image, uh, so forth, I just called my template part in the pattern. Um, mm -hmm. So when you drop the pattern on the page, it drops the query block in. The client can change the query. They can go and change the post type, the number of posts, the category that the posts are coming from, and, and make set up that related content or whatever it is you want to do. And then it's just going to use my template part to actually display the posts so that the yeah. layout of those posts, if they're cards or links or whatever, a list of whatever they are, that's what's going to be used. And then I did some testing. I can then just go into my parts file in my theme, 
change something, like add some HTML in it. I can change one of the parameters of the colors, you know, set the head into to green instead of black. And it just distributes that across all the, where that's been used on the site, which is fantastic. It's exactly what we wanted to do. So I think that's much easier for clients to do. They're just going to go insert patterns. We're going to give this a name like query grid or query list or something. Um, based on how it's presented on the screen, I think that name will be. Um, mm. Although that does cause problems because if you change that later on, it, the name doesn't match. But I don't think that matters because once it's dropped on a page, it doesn't have to keep its name or anything, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my plan, and it, it works. Um, but you know, what someone tell me that it's a terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, what what are, what are the downsides? <laughs> I think I think one of the downsides that I can spot is that once it's built so you you created the template part so this this is the kind of what is an each query item as it were yeah. um so like the title the excerpt the read more link so and then you create that in the block editor and then you said you save that to the theme yeah now if i want to add another block to that yeah i need to know the exact block markup obviously to add to that yep. file so it, it's it's how i don't know what the best practice is going to be for editing that going forward do, do you copy do you copy that block markup from the theme back into the block editor make a bunch of changes and then until it looks good and then where do you do that because that needs to be in some sort of query context and then copy that back in so there's it's not it's not really, really clean in that respect. Like you can't, you can't just edit that HTML file if you know exactly what you're doing. If you know what you type, and I, and I guess the more and more we work with blocks, the more we'll understand what block markup is and how to actually write it. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you could, you could just, you could just do that on a local site. You know, spin up a new page on a local site, add a query block, drop your stuff inside it, make your changes, and then just copy the code and paste it back into the pattern again. Yeah. That, that you know something like that would work but yeah you make a good point you've got to be comfortable at editing those those patterns but what mm. what i also noticed and i don't really know why this is but patterns off php files so in your theme yeah. your pattern is actually a, a php file because it has like um almost like a plugin header at the top which tells it its name and its slug and that yeah. sort of stuff but parts so you could actually HTML. and part yeah parts of html files which is it's a bit confusing. I don't quite know why patterns are PHP files, but that got me thinking. You could then actually do some PHP inside that pattern. Things like um, strings of text could be translatable. Yeah. If you had some trans, if you had some text yeah. that the client would edit, that was in a pattern, you know, like uh, replace with your description of X or whatever, that so, could be translatable. Yeah. Remind me what's in the pattern and what's in the part, because I think this is where things get confusing. What's nested inside which? And on this topic, I think you need to do a separate video yeah, on our channel showing um, all of this stuff because I it's kind of hard to it's hard to yeah. follow. Like, so the pattern contains the query block. Yes. Okay. And the the query block in the pattern calls the template part, which contains the output of each item of that query yes so that's i think that's the best way i can describe it, uh, is how it yeah it. okay yeah I and, and the, the pattern of how each result of the query is put on the page that's what we want to stay consistent across pages 
Yep. So if we, we want to be able to say, you know, we've got 100 pages that have got this related posts query at the bottom, all with different queries, but the way it looks is exactly the same on all those pages. Yeah, I, lo I love this because I can imagine, uh, I know I'll do this, that, you know, we'll, we'll, build, we'll build this block, this pattern. I don't even know what to call it now. We'll build, this, we'll build this query pattern and we'll put it on the site. And then I'll be like, oh, you know, the, the titles are just, they're just too big. You know, yeah. I, I just want to, I want to use medium instead of medium large for my font size. And how would I, you know, previously, how would I have done that? You go into every page and you make that edit. And now I'll be able to say, I know exactly what to do. I'll go into that part or pattern or whatever uh, and just change it once there. And it's and it just populates across the whole site. And it's still all as editable as the client kind of needs it to be. It still yep. uses blocks. It still uses FSC. It's not using any external plugins. It, feel, it feels feels like a really good solution. And actually, like, can it, I wonder if, like, this could be incorporated into core in a way that kind of streamlines the process. I mean, is this how nice. it's supposed to be done, or or do you feel like do you feel like this is a bit of a hack, or do you feel like this is just FSC as FSC should be used? I'm not I'm not sure really because I, I'm not confident enough in using FSE too much to understand like what I'm like what it's supposed to do. If that makes sense. Yeah. But it fe it feels like I've had to do something that's not quite native. It, mm. And it's you know it doesn't really it's not as intuitive to do it this way as that makes sense. Um, I think we've got some really good questions um, which would yeah. be, be good to, to go through. Yeah, uh, Sam says, "If you want to, sorry, um. yeah, Sam first, yeah." So, uh, so Sam says, "Talking of easy to use, how much training and documentation do you provide for clients now you're using the block editor and FSE?" Um, that's kind of still in its infancy, really, at the moment. So it's mm -hmm. hard to question to answer. But the the answer tends to be not that much, and the reason for that is because we kind of train them throughout the project. So what usually happens is that you will build, or Keith will style. Like, let's use this related posts thing for for argument's sake. Keith will style this, and then probably do a little video send it to the client and say, hey, this is, I've built the related post block. This is how I did it in the editor. It'll show, show actually editing it to a post and then show what the result looks like and then ask for feedback. So the client's kind of seen how to do it as the project goes on. They'll, they'll then go and build some pages themselves, come back with mm. some questions like, how do I do this? I couldn't get this to work. And by the end of that, they know how to do it. <laughs> That's yeah, what I would seen. say that we... On a fairly big project we did recently, we did do some kind of semi-official training. We did some two-hour-long recorded video sessions just going through the basics of block edit. And this, this wasn't full site editing. This was just block the block editor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did, we did do that. And actually, there are certain things, I think, on the next build that we do that I would want to teach someone. For example, don't use columns for everything. You know, that, that seems to be one of the most common uh issues is that people come from like divi type backgrounds and they want everything to be a container and within that container there's a row and within that row there's columns and they think they have to keep nesting columns all the time even if it even if you can just dump a paragraph block in they think it should be in something so it's uh we've had that before where it's just like nested column hell 
Um, so yeah, I would definitely want to example. teach people about that next time. Yeah, I think it would be, this probably already exists, but it would be good to have like a video of the, the core block editor concepts that you need to know that being one of them, you know, like you don't have to group things. You don't have to put things in columns, but there are times when you might want to do that. These are the reasons for it. And this is how you do why it. Why does that not exist? Why is like, maybe why it's is... different for every project. I don't know. No, but like, I think it is. You think wordpress.org, especially no.com. Sorry. It's, it's, yeah. it's a commercial maybe monetized system that uses the block editor. Mm. Like, is there, are there not like official how-to uh, videos from, from .com that we could yeah. kind of co-opt for, for our purposes? Yeah, we'll there should be. Look. Should be, yeah. But good question, Sam, thank you. Um, yeah, Mark has the next couple of questions. Does the template part block appear in the editor? What happens when you click on it? Um, it does appear in the editor. And when I click on it, it tells me that it's a pattern and I believe I can edit the pieces in the pattern which makes me think they should be locked which I believe we can do I think yeah so we should probably lock them otherwise the client could I mean you might let them actually just say this but then that yeah. ruins the pattern so you probably want to lock them I think you can lock them I haven't actually done locking yet um, but I think you can do that. So that's a very good point, something you've brought to my attention. And then Mark also asks, I know that Caroline has said that template part block is excluded in the regular editor. It is. So if, you, if you're if you on a page and you go add block, you can't add a template part. Um, does your implementation break the editor? Uh, no, it appears to work fine. So what did happen when I tried to include my template part in a block variation, that broke the editor. Um, you just got a spinny, whirly thing that said, like, can't cope with that, <laughs> and it never loaded the posts. And the front end seemed to look okay, but when I made a change to the template part, it didn't change on all those instances. So for some reason, the variation didn't like using a template part, but the pattern was no problem. It was fine, which is good. Yeah, that's cool. Um... Quick hello to Nick. Hi, Nick. Uh, hello. Sam, then back on the training uh, point, we have a plugin with white label general videos for training on general areas, e.g. media library, etc. Yeah, I think things like, is it WP101? Uh, I think is a service that I know that does that kind of thing that you can embed the videos. I think there was another one. What was the other one I used to know of? I can't remember, but yeah, that's a, it's a really good idea. We've never, we've never done it, but um, possibly because... Most of the stuff we were doing up to now was really quite custom. Um, yep. But now that we are leaning more and more on the native side of WordPress, maybe that's something we could look into again, Mark, at some point. It's a good... Uh, yeah, yeah. things are getting a bit more universal. That could be something. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is great. Excellent. Thanks for recommending the WordPress meetup yesterday. I had a lot of fun. Is that WordPress London that must have been? Um, that's, that's great. Cool. Yeah, to that's great that's to hear. Good. I cannot wait to to head back to one um, at some point. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Troy Dean had one. Yeah, Craig. Craig's just saying Troy Dean had one. Video user manuals. That's the one I was. That's the one I was trying to remember. Yeah. 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 I wonder if that's been updated still. Like for the new. I yeah. guess it has. But to check. Yeah. yeah. 
something to look at for sure. Well, that's cool, Mark. I, I highly encourage you to to record a video and stick it on our channel because I think I will. Hopefully, people will be interested in that because I, I think it's a really great, um, really great approach. So yeah, very, yeah. very cool. I'll, I'll I'll do that. I think that's really good actually because it will allow me to obviously explain it to you guys now here and with it being a podcast is a little bit more difficult. It allow you to see the code. It allow you to sort of visually see what I'm doing. And yeah. actually what I really hope from that video is someone comes out and says, no, that's a super idea because this will break and so forth. Because actually, if that is the case, I want to know about it, um, which is good rather than just like boldly going ahead with this plan that uh, that seems yeah. to work fine, but is going to cause a massive problem down the future. Yeah, please jump in before we implement this across all of our sites. <laughs> Stop me from being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, right, well, I think that that was a great show. I certainly, I was very excited to uh, to see your progress on that this week. It kind of, you kept hitting little roadblocks and kind of the next morning you're like, I think I've solved it. So uh and yeah, then I did a demo cool. to Keith, and then it's like, I haven't solved it because that doesn't work, does it? Right? Back to yeah. the drawing board. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, so that's great. Well, we did have other stuff to chat about today, but I think that was that there was plenty to get into there that kept us occupied. Um, we'll have more to chat about next week. We were thinking about next week doing a, it's not quite a ranty show, but we are thinking of recording an episode of all of our like frustrations with using the block editor and FSC and kind of modern WordPress development. And the reason for that is that occasionally we uh, we have a little rant on Twitter. For example, I said something like this week about, you know, getting very frustrated with uh, modern WordPress development. And, and, and rightly so, a lot of the responses are like, well, what specifically is it that you're struggling with? You know, and I sometimes find it hard to articulate because it's like been a lot of things and it's not like I've been writing them down and it's just a general sense. But I think it would be really interesting for us to actually like list out that stuff and make it a bit more concrete about how we're feeling about where we're at as an agency and as developers. Um, so we, we might do that for next week's show so that we have somewhere to point people and they say, well, what is it that's so annoying and so frustrating? Maybe they'll say, Go and watch this 20-minute show over here. Um, yeah. But we also have lots of stuff to discuss that we didn't get to chat about today. I wonder so. if that's um, a WP Cafe Extra where we can actually do some screen sharing and stuff. Yeah. Show on the on the screen what yeah. like, we're talking about. Because I, I just think sometimes you need to do that, don't you, to fully explain what you mean sometimes. I don't know. We can yeah. decide. But, you know, that yeah. might come up in the future. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, as always, thank you everyone for joining us it's nice to see some uh, some regular folks coming back and watching so thank you for tuning in and thanks for all your questions as well it's really good to get your engagement mm. in the show if you haven't already subscribed to the youtube channel please hit the subscribe button it really does help us out if you like the video as well click the like button and if you ring the bell you will get notified when the next episode is which is the same time every week unless something crazy happens and we can't do it but there you go so for now we'll see you next week see you soon bye